0: This episode of the AT Tips Cast is sponsored by Texthelp Systems. Texthelp has moved Read&Write Gold support features to the cloud with a new suite of web apps. The web apps work within browsers on iPad, iPod Touch, iPhone, and other mobile devices, as well as PCs and Macs. The apps include Read&Write Web, which provides read aloud with dual color highlighting, along with dictionary, picture dictionary, translator, and study skills for HTML web content. E-Book Reader, which allows users to search for, download, save, and read aloud Bookshare e-books. Speech, which reads aloud typed or pasted text. And Dictionary, which provides text and image definitions for typed or pasted words. Call Texthelp at 1-888-248-0652. Again, that's 1-888-248-0652. Or go to Texthelp.com for more information.
1: Hi, I'm Denise DeCoste from Montgomery County, Maryland, and I'd like to make sure that you know about the Hyatt website. Just go to Google and Google HIAT, and you'll find a wealth of videos, quick guides about uh, different types of assistive technology, and be sure to check out the UDL portion of the website for videos on uh, effective UDL implementation so you can see some UDL in action. And you're listening to the AT Tips cast. (laughs)
0: Welcome to the AT Tips cast, exploring and investigating the implementation of assistive technology in public schools. I'm your host, Chris Bouguet. This is episode number 92, recorded on March 9th, 2012. Beth Poss and I have been working on putting together a webinar called, Write On! Free Web-Based Tools to Support Writing, for the Assistive Technology Industry Association. It's all about free tools to help students with their writing process. The webinar is on March 20th at 3.30 p.m. Eastern, in case you'd like to join us. We've been putting together the slide deck for the webinar, and it's got me thinking about some additional tools useful for helping students who might be having difficulty with spelling. Let's take a look at, AT Tips 270 through 272, which are all strategies for helping students with learning how to spell. Hey, Daddy! Yes? Didn't you do this already? Well, yeah, but this time I'm going to tell people about different tools and different strategies.
1: Oh, good. I thought you were going crazy.
0: Oh, I'm still going crazy, Lou.
1: Hey, Daddy, how do you spell leprechaun?
0: Hmm, I'm not sure, but you know what? Let's see if some of these tools I'm going to talk about might help us figure it out. Sound good?
1: Yeah. After we spell leprechaun, can we go catch one?
0: That sounds like a good plan to me, Lubert. That sounds like a good plan to me. AT Tip 270 is a pretty basic one. The idea is simply this for the most part, You don't want students to see spelling errors as they happen. In a traditional writing process, self-editing, including checking for spelling, comes toward the end after a student has gotten all of his or her thoughts out of their brain. It's okay to spell things wrong during the drafting phase of the writing process. However, many word processors, including Microsoft Word, typically have a default setting of automatically checking spelling and grammar as you type. You've probably seen this yourself. You know how you get those little red squiggly lines under words that are misspelled? Well, that's what I'm talking about. For some people, like students with spelling difficulties, their page might have more red than an 80s horror movie. For many students, when they see that little red squiggly line appear under a word, they immediately feel they need to fix it. For students with spelling difficulties, this is a real problem because it might take them some time to fix the spelling mistake. Then, once they've spelled the words correctly, they might have forgotten what their next word was going to be. So AT Tip 270 is to simply turn off the automatic spelling and grammar feature of word processing software. Depending on the word processing software you're using, there will be a different method for how to do this. I'm going to describe how to do this in Microsoft Word 2007 because that's the word processor the school system I'm working for is currently using. You do this by going to the Office button, then Word Options, then Proofing, and then deselecting the checkbox, check spelling as you type. If you don't use Word 2007, don't worry. I have links on how to turn off the automatic spell check feature of all the other commonly used word processors over at attipscast.com. And if I'm missing something, let me know by writing me an email at attipscast at gmail.com and I'll add it to the blog.
1: Hey, Daddy, have you learned to spell
0: leprechaun yet? I was just getting to that. But first, let me tell people about AT Tip 271, which is another free web-based tool that corrects spelling for you.
1: Okay, I'll go get the paint ready for a trap.
0: Great idea. This is our year, I know it. Okay, where was I? Let's say you have a student that has finished drafting up his writing assignment and he has spell-checked the document, but there are still lots of little red squigglies on lots of the words because, try as he might, spell-check alone is not picking up his misspellings. What this student could do is use ATTip271, gotit.com. That's G-H-O-T-I-T dot com, gotit.com. At first, I thought this was a website about the classic game, I Got It, played at little country fairs across the United States. You know that game where you throw the little red balls trying to get bingo, but when you do get a bingo, you don't yell bingo, you yell, I got it! The Got It website is actually for a piece of software by the same name, but on the main page of this site, they have a free phonetic spell checking tool. Students can paste up to 1,000 words at a time into the checker. When a student hits the check spelling button, the misspelled words appear in a different color. Students can then click on each word to bring up a list of possible corrections, along with definitions of the words. Once the student selects the appropriate word from the drop-down list, it changes within the sentence and the student can recopy and then paste the correctly spelled block of text back into the word processing document. One little tip I learned at the ATIA conference earlier this year from a teacher in New York named Jamie Martin was that even if, when a student is using a spell checker like this, students might find a few words that are difficult to correct. The tip he talked about in his presentation was to redo the spell check a second time after the initial spell check is complete. The second time through, the Got It! website will have even more correctly spelled words to use as context to help figure out the words the student wasn't able to correct the first time through. Thanks for sharing that tip, Jamie! Using GotIt!com not once, but as many times as necessary as an editing tool, will ultimately help students improve their spelling. Then they can yell, I got it, just as if they got five balls in a row at the county fair.
1: Hey, where's your daughter?
0: Uh, She's right in the kitchen, getting ready to make a leprechaun trap.
1: Yeah, I saw that. I couldn't miss it. What do you mean? She's got orange and green paint everywhere. Uh, Oops. No kidding, oops. You're working on an episode about spelling strategies, right? Yeah. Great! Can you spell grab a sponge and start scrubbing?
0: I'll be right there. I've only got one more strategy I have to share.
1: Okay, but hurry up before the paint dries. Oh, and she told me to tell you something else. What's that? She said to remind you to not come in until you show her how to spell leprechaun.
0: All right, I'll do it. I'll do it. AT Tip 272 is placing a picture as the background image for a word to help students remember the spelling, as well as to help students understand the meaning of the word. Imagine the word shamrock written in big, thick, black block letters. Then, imagine replacing the black with a pattern of four-leaf clovers, or one large four-leaf clover. Replacing the background image of a word with a visual that represents the word not only helps students remember how to spell a word by bringing up that visualization in their mind's eye, but also helps to solidify the contextual meaning. In Word 2007, the process is to go to the Insert tab, Select WordArt and then choose a style. Then type in the word you'd like and choose OK. The word will appear within the Word document wherever you have placed the cursor. Right-click on the word and select Format WordArt. A window will appear. Choose the Fill Effects button and press the Picture tab. Then choose Select Picture to navigate to a picture you've saved on your desktop. Select OK twice and boom, you've placed a picture as a background image of WordArt. Of course, I'll have links to these instructions, as well as examples of words that I've created in this fashion over at ATtipscast.com. Now, as you just heard, I better skedaddle to go clean up the kitchen. But before I go, I have to find a cute picture of a leprechaun to use as a background image for some word art.
1: Hey, Whoa,
0: what happened to you? I painted my tongue green. You painted your tongue green? Ah, oh, aren't I just the lucky one. Before saying goodbye for this episode, I just have a few quick announcements. First, I want to remind you all that I have designed a course on Universal Design for Learning for ISTE, and that course is currently designed using the model outlined in Episode 73, UDL for Online Learners, where participants are given a variety of different options for how to best experience the content. The course starts on March twelfth, yikes that soon, and runs for six weeks. If that sounds like something you'd be interested in, or if you know others who'd be interested in taking it, you can learn all about it at bit.ly slash udl course. That's all lowercase. I strongly encourage you to sign up or to pass the course information along to other educators who you think might benefit. Also, I wanted to thank Denise DeCoste for doing the bumper you heard at the beginning of this episode definitely head on over to the Hyatt website from Montgomery County Public Schools that she mentioned during the bumper. That website is bit.ly H-I-A-T-U-D-L. That's H-I-A-T-U-D-L. And check out all the great videos and tutorials. Thanks, Denise. Speaking of Montgomery County Public Schools, Beth Poss is from that school district, and we've got an hour-long webinar coming up for the Assistive Technology Industry Association. I mentioned it at the beginning of this episode, but I thought I'd save all the details for here at the end. The webinar is titled, Write On! Free Web-Based Tools to Support Writing. And as the title suggests, it's all about free tools to help students with the writing process. It's on March 20th at 3.30 Eastern, in case you'd like to join us you can sign up for the webinar at bit.ly slash writeonwebinar. That's bit.ly slash writeonwebinar. And of course, I'll have that link available over at attipscast.com as well. Finally, if you're listening to this episode, it might be because you're interested in helping students learn strategies for remembering spelling words. Recently, my wife and I wrote a short story called The Spelling Bee and released it as a podcast over at nightlightstories.net. The story follows Eric, a fourth-grade boy who practices for the school spelling bee using a variety of creative ways involving both low- and high-tech tools. I hope you head on over to nightlightstories.net to check it out, and if you like it, I hope you share it with your students. My wife and I firmly believe that a strategy for helping students utilize technology is for them to experience stories where students are using technology tools to help solve problems. This story serves as an example of that strategy, and we sincerely hope you find it useful, engaging, and fun. Oh, and there might be a little twist at the end. Who knows? You gotta head over to nightlightstories.net to find out. So, until next time, may all your interventions be inclusive, may all your strategies be supportive, and may all your words be spelled correctly.
1: Hey, Daddy, how do you spell Leprechaun?
0: You tell me.
1: L-E-P-L-E-T-H-A-U-N. Hooray! Now, let's go catch one.